Hello, my friends. Welcome to Word Made Digital. This is season four, episode 16. I am your host, Joanna LaFleur, and today we are sitting down with Shane and Shane. If you don't know Shane and Shane, they're a southern U.S.-based worship band, and they've had millions and millions of downloads and listens and people singing the songs. So if you don't know them, you probably know some of the songs that they've uh, brought to the world. So the band consists of two Shanes, Shane Barnard and then Shane Everett. And we're going to be talking today about the songwriting process, life on the road, but then also, of course, life off the road. How do you stay grounded and how do you love being at home and being part of the local church uh, when you're used to a life that's kind of um, vagabond, you know, going all over the place. So we're going to talk about also what kinds of songs does the church need? Like what songs do we not have enough of that we need more of in the catalog and we wish more people would write them? So I think you're going to love the conversation. Uh, you know, the Shane that I speak to of Shane and Shane is uh, just humble and thoughtful and, and um, you know, millions and millions of downloads and yet just a very down to earth kind of guy. So lean in for the conversation today. Hey, have you joined the Digital Church Facebook group? Would love for you to join. We've got uh, 500 and something people in this group, leaders and people who are passionate about the same thing that you're passionate about. Digital, creative, ministry, how do we do evangelism and discipleship? I'd love you to join it. There's a link in the show notes here, but if you go on Facebook, just search for Digital Church uh, in the search bar and you're going to find our group. Would love for you to join. Thanks so much though, of course, to partners who make this podcast possible. Compassion. I love you guys. Compassion Canada is partnering with churches around the world and they're tirelessly providing support to children and families impacted by the pandemic. If you haven't heard and you don't know what's going on in the global community, maybe you're just knowing what's going on in your own backyard with COVID-19, but I mean, the challenges of poverty on top of COVID-19 are equaling disaster for some people. There's health systems that get dangerously overwhelmed and they don't have the resources or they don't have um, the infrastructure, you know, they lose their jobs because of pandemic closures uh, to be provided for. So Compassion staff around the world, they've been adapting and innovating this whole year and finding ways to assist children and their families. And because Compassion serves and works through the local church, they can do that and they're equipped to do it. And that's why we, the local church, want to help that local church. So, I mean, stuff like, you know, they're making hand sanitizers for communities and they're distributing food kits and sewing supplies and medical masks. And and they're also, you know, doing um, hygiene kits and, you know, they're reaching out to families that are in isolation through technology, just like we do with things like WhatsApp. So go to compassion.ca slash COVID today to give. There's all kinds of stuff going on that we would love for you to be part of. And of course, also Wycliffe College, they're um, just launching into their fall term. Uh, Would you consider taking a course at Wycliffe College if you're looking at growing in your uh, academic knowledge of the faith, if you're looking at growing as a disciple, a leader, maybe you want a whole degree, or maybe you just want to learn about the history of the church or the New Testament. Wycliffe College is this evangelical graduate school of theology that, that I went to, and I love it, and I've heard about now so many of you who've been going and have been checking it out. I think it's their largest uh, fall ever, like the most amount of new students coming, so check out wickliffcollegeca slash wordmadedigital to see how you can do that today. Okay, I sat down with Shane of Shane and Shane at a conference in March just before they went on stage. So I invite you now to listen in to the conversation. Welcome to the Word Made Digital podcast with Joanna LaFleur. You're listening to season four, sponsored by Compassion Canada and Wycliffe College. Word Made Digital brings you interviews with Christian creatives and communicators to inspire, challenge, and equip you in your own work. The church has the best news in the world, so we want to help you be the best communicators in the world. Here we go. Well, Shane of Shane and Shane, welcome to (laughs) Word Made Digital. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> um, it's fun to sit down with you today. We're at, you know at a conference together, and and you'll be performing later. Yeah. Um, what sort of how do you enter into a space like this? Like you're you're coming in t- from wherever you're coming from. How do you prep for a night like this? Man, great question. So we were. Uh, I have n- I, to answer it. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. We were in Nebraska last night okay. and I flew back to Dallas where we live, um, Dallas, Texas. And um, 
you know, went to bed at 1, 1 a.m. and got on a plane at, before the sun came up. Yeah. And, uh, and so, it, you know, life doesn't look like the last couple of days for me. Um, but usually, just because we, we do a lot of things locally where we're at, we're involved in our church, we lead there a couple times a month, and we have like an online uh, worship platform called the Worship Initiative where we train creative folks and worship leaders and musicians and stuff like that. And yeah. then I have um, a wife and four daughters. And so lots going yeah. going on back home. Just a home. few things so, going yeah, on. I don't usually know, to answer your question, I don't, I don't usually know where, I mean... I, I'm I'm heading to the airport and I'm like, Where I'd be going? lucky to know like if it's on this side of the country or that side of the country or in a different country as we are here. Yeah, did you bring your passport to come into Canada? I did, <laughs> I did, but I wouldn't have if my wife wouldn't have you know put set it out on the table. Um, and so, man, I I don't I don't do like uh, I don't have like a here's here's how I warm up or prepare, warm up my voice or warm up my heart or prepare my heart um, in, in, in any specific way other than just to say I, I do have a grid for, you know, what the scripture would just s- to tell me to do as far as abiding in Christ and staying connected to my community. And, yeah. and so I have a text feed with um, four guys and they know where I'm at and where I'm staying and what I'm doing and what I'm reading and Oh, so um, is that like when you say these four? Like this is like a small group, or like your yeah? Or so at our church, buddies? it's both. Yeah. Uh, our, our church really like community. Community for our church looks a lot like at a different place. They would maybe call it like an accountability group. And so, like as couples, we have four couples in our community group, and uh, and so yeah, we're just. Uh, you know, daily in each other's lives as, yeah. lo- as long as it is today, just encouraging one another, lest we um, are are uh, fooled by the deceitfulness of our heart. Huh. Um, and uh, and so, you know, those those kinds of things um, of like, if I have a chance on an airplane to get into the Word, and if I have a chance to remember the gospel, all that He's done for me today, I do know what I do know is I was even just praying for the guy who was. Uh, about Mark, I think his name. His name just met him. Who's about to speak? Um, he's like super worn out, you know, uh, jet lag. Lives yeah. in a different time zone. And what I do know is that because of that, it has n- nothing to, to do with how God's going to speak and move mm. and all of that. In fact, it couldn't be more opposite, right? We just, if I look at Paul coming in his weakness and not with wise words, wisdom, but um, just coming with what he had, which is man, I've. I'm I'm not even alive. I've been crucified with Christ, and He lives through me. Wow. Um, the life I live, I live by faith in Him, and so, um, so yeah, I'm so excited. We're so excited to be here in that regard of like, uh, we know we're going to sing and say things that are true. Yeah. Um, and uh, say them about and to a God who's real, and so it's good. Yeah, I mean, I'm hearing you say too that it's. Um, because this is your life, it's not just a, an event you do. You don't do events or, or things like this, you know, in a one once a month kind of way. You're doing this so often that it's a it's the lifestyle. And so you're sort of having to, it's not like, let's pray and fast for, I, mean, I didn't expect that to be your answer, but, totally. <laughs> but you know, you're not praying and fasting in preparation for an event. You're, you're making sure in a day-to-day way you have some stuff set up. To, to keep yourself healthy yes. as you go all over. Totally. Yeah. Well, I mean... We're praying and fasting for some things. Uh, sure. Um, okay. But uh, that would look more like we have a couple in our home group that they are really, 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 really struggling. And, and that mm. would be, you know, certain things happen because of prayer and fasting. And um, But when it, when it comes to, you know, hey, I have an opportunity to come into a town and declare the great news of Jesus through yeah. song. Um, I'm, I'm, my hope is completely 100% in him to uh, provide everything that we need to do that. You know? yeah. And so I, I'm, I realize um, more so than ever that I've never officially been successful on changing a human heart. Mm. Um, God is really good at that. The spirit of God, the word of God. Um, but like, I just, I just never, I just can't do it. And so I'm just like bringing my crumbs and 
my little piece of fish and asking God to do what he does, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, I think God's still, we're still on a process of like learning how to balance all the things um, and do it in a way. Do you way think there's such a thing as balance? <laughs> totally don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if there is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> who is I, that person? Totally. But I mean, I think there's, there's definitely, I mean, if I, I, if I look back at the last four years of my life, I can see, okay, at the end of every year we go, what would we do different? Where do we, where are we kind of bottlenecking in our faith or our marriage or our, you know, and we, and we change things. And so I can definitely see like, okay, this year feels a little, a little healthier mm. than last year. Not perfect. I think, I don't know if there'll ever be a year that we're like, that was it. You know, I just, just don't think that will happen to your point, you yeah. know? Um, but, uh, you know, we, uh, not Maybe more like rhythms, rhythms, like, like I assume there's times where you pull back and are with family and there's times where you go intensely into travel and totally, <clears throat> totally. I mean, we, there was a time of not too long ago where we did 300 concerts in a year. Oh. And so that was a different day. I was uh, granted I wasn't married. And um, now, <laughs> yeah, I'm, now I'm married, and I I have a full on women's ministry at my house. I, we have four daughters. Wow! And uh, and so now that looks like more like the pastor of women's ministries. Yes, Shane. yes. That, that is, <laughs> honestly, that's mainly what I do. Um, but so now we do like forty to fifty, you know, of where we get on a on a plane and go somewhere. Well, that's still and, a lot. That's yeah. You know, it's it's definitely like. It, it it it's it's a real thing yeah. that maybe like once a week we leave for a day and come yeah. back, you know. Well, I mean, in in the industry that you're in, I think just simply because people are more public, um, I think this is true in every industry. But the public nature of the life, um, we know the stories of these people who crash and burn. Absolutely. And I think what I mean, it happens in banking and it happens in education, any industry. There's people who can't handle something about their their life and they fall apart. Yeah. But, you know, in this industry, I think I would imagine you're, you, you don't want that to be your story kind of a thing. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think the, the thing, and I, I feel the voice of the enemy in my flesh. It's like the curse of the, the original fall. Um, in, in this industry, and I think I could, we could probably point to just like you said, any other industry, the... Um, how easy it is and how tempting it is to hide mm. is is so real and tangible. And I think that, like, isolating yourself, um, and I think, like, you know, the, the invention of this little device in my hand. Yeah, those phones. Like, these are, like, it's not very old. It's, like, ten, a decade into, yeah. like, this being, like, a reality for us. Like, that makes it so much easier to tune out and hide Mm. Um, not be known or not be fully known, but to be as known as you want to present yourself kind of how you want to present yourself. And, um, and so, man, that is so dangerous. Uh, just to, just to go, I am, I'm only going to, uh, and, and really more, more than dangerous too. It's like, it's not what was intended right. for us. So we were we weren't ever meant to be isolated in that way, where there's a part of the body flopping around over there on the road alone, isolated from the other part of the body that's over here. We just never were meant to live like that, and it's just not the gospel. So the gospel is so radically different because, like, he just stays. Like when. You know, I, I grew up in a good amount of religion, and, and man, if you, unless you perform mm. in the right way, then you're out. And so the, the the God of the universe is not interested in you. And so that's not what I'm reading in the scriptures. And so he is he is the God, like the seven times 70, 70 times seven God or whatever, that, that just stays the, the picture, like the Hosea picture of, you know, I'm going to pursue a bride over and over and over and over and you know that is our call and like in our marriages and our friendships and our community groups and our um is to 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 be known as we are and to feel what it's like 
for somebody to to see that and still stay and right. not like, oh, bail. I'm I'm gonna go to this. This isn't comfortable. I'm gonna go to a different community group or, um, you know, I'm gonna leave this church because it's not you know da 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 whatever whatever that looks like. And so, yeah, I think isolating ourselves is is a super tempting thing to do. Yeah, well, and easier to do when you have the excuse of travel and family and mm-hmm. kids, and it's easy to to busy yourself, I think, mm-hmm. with and not be known. And and the temptation of that is being the person admired on a platform rather than known as mm-hmm. like a human mm-hmm. uh, is huge. It's huge. And I mean, I'm not a. I'm not a singer. Don't ask, you, nobody wants to hear that. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm. I know that in my own world of of the weird thing that a platform can do to give that false sense of people knowing you when nobody actually knows you. Yeah, yeah. And so I love. But even though you're talking about the danger of the technology, but yet you're also saying, which is cool. That's the challenge of it. You're using technology to connect with these guys who are holding you to what you say you want your life to be about. Absolutely. And they're doing it on the phone. Absolutely. Or over text or whatever. Yeah. Um, so the same device, uh, that, you know, I, I think that sometimes the addiction of phones is, it's not like an alcohol addiction where you can just say, I'll cut this out of my life. It's like a food addiction because you still need some amount of food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you still need in our world, some amount of connection to your phone, mm-hmm. but trying to have a healthy one is. Absolutely. That's know. a great way to say it for sure. I don't know if you figured it out. I haven't figured it out. <laughs> I haven't figured it out. <laughs> yeah. So, I have I have people like the pendulum swings way this way and then way this way. Yeah. And, um, when it swings one way, it's like, man, I cannot get a hold of you anymore. It's like and you have you have forsaken the entire world. Yeah. Um, and then uh, so yeah, that healthy balance is like we're all on on the. This is again, it's all new. Yeah. We're we're all just trying no, to find it. You're right. We don't have a generation who can tell us how this is going to go if we continue down this path. We no have doubt. some guesses about where this is going. But, totally. And we can see it in, in you know, like Gen Z, for example, yeah. and how mental health is such a huge issue yeah. um, who've grown up with these things at every stage of their mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, you're, so speaking of this uh, growth and development and what you're trying to do in your life, you're doing this for other people. I'd love to know more about your local church. And then, then I'd like to talk about this songwriting stuff that you're doing. Um, so tell me about this church. Like, are you on the staff there? Um, what, what is, what does that church look like? We have been on staff for the last three years and we've kind of like, uh, Shane and I are still on semi part-time staff. So we kind of just lead a couple times a month. Um, and when you lead, do you lead? To, do you always lead together, or you you do your own? Are the, can the Shanes be divided? The Shanes can be. <laughs> uh, we do lead often at our church. Um, you know, Shane, he's led a couple times alone, huh. but he just doesn't like that. I think maybe he's just he's kind of been the harmony guy for so long. He's you know yeah you're learning a different song when you learn the main line. Totally, yeah. it it is genuinely harder for him to like kind of own the melody of a song. Yeah. But he just never has had many reps on, you know, leading from a guitar or, uh, yeah. or any desire mm. to do that. And so usually he's singing harmony with somebody, and often it's me. Um, I lead with my wife sometimes. She's um, she's amazing, and um, and so yeah. So we we're as plugged in as we ever have been at our church, um, as far as like daily life, weekly life. Um, what we're doing missionally, what we're doing with our community, all that. Yeah. So it's a it's a fantastic place. Yeah. Well, and I think, um, in, I think in some ways unique because a lot of people who would be doing music professionally, it is difficult to be also then connected into your local church for all the reasons you just said. Um, so has that always been the case for you that you no. had the local church as part yes, of that? Yes, no. Okay. So yeah, in, in those years where we were like, especially on the weekends, you know, uh, you know, I, I mean, there were some years where I just, I didn't even have a home mm. because I just, it wasn't worth it. You know, I would just be, uh, we, we owned a couple tour buses and that, that was my home. Okay. And then it was somebody's couch on the few days that I wasn't. Or like you kept your stuff at your mom's, totally. your mom's basement or something. Totally. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's, it's changed a lot. And so back then, speaking of technology, so something that, uh, something that happened right when we started to tour a lot where I would be driving the bus. Shane and I drove 
uh, he would drive at night and I'd drive in the morning. This is how, what it looked like. And, and we kind of wore every hat there for some years of just kind of sc- scrapping through. We had a, you know, a band and a handful of people helping with sound and maybe like somebody doing uh, compassion or world vision or maybe an opener or whatever. So kind of a full bus and a trailer with sound and all of that. And, uh, and he would drive the bus at night. I would barely sleep. And I would get up and finish the drive, you know, when the sun came up or whatever. Wow. We'd be parked in a yeah. truck stop parking lot or whatever. And um, sort of whatever whatever is called when, uh, what, you know, I don't know, 13, 14, 15 years ago, um, allowed me to listen to sermons, you know, when the sun came up. And so that, like, happening, like pod that podcasting for me – was so massive and so life-changing um and having my morning john piper in my ears or matt chandler at the time who was a buddy of ours who was starting a church um back then and uh a handful of other folks that i would just kind of have on rotation was a was a huge deal definitely didn't replace community we had somewhat of community in our little ragamuffin group on on the road, but I can tell you, like, the last five years of being, like, really plugged into the local body has, like, changed my life wow. in those ways of, like, a place where, like, I really can be known and um, and walk through the, just the, the all of the, the biblical... God's graceful processes of um, of confession and repentance and um, and uh, conflict and right. all those things that because well, like, if you stay long enough, there's going to be conflict. There's just going to be. But if you keep moving, uh, yeah. a rolling stone gathers no moss. Like you're not going to have any of that growth. Totally. Uh, yeah, that's really interesting. So it's been great. It's been it's been it's been huge for. Um, my wife and I, for yeah. sure. Well, then tell me about where then the songwriting st- and what you're doing with young songwriters or young worship teams yep. or leaders. T- tell us about about that. Yeah, so I have uh, songwriting for me has has uh, has always been pretty devotional. Mm. Like I haven't ever been in in the in the CCM songwriting world. I was always pretty detached. We, we always uh, traveled and worked a lot. So most songs for me were happened in like stairwells, you know, at 3 a.m. Just going, I want to yearn for you. <laughs> <laughs> or just like, I need you. Oh God, you know? I mean, yeah. just like heart cries of like, man, desperation. Like stuff. walking through yeah. the Psalms and, yeah. and, um, and so, it's been a really special place for me, you know, just like songwriting has. And uh, for a few years ago, we did a, I did a songwriting class for like five years with students. Um, and this was right kind of before and kind of the maybe an initial thoughts of what we do now online called the Worship Initiative. But I just, those were like pretty formative years for me where I would walk with say 12 students huh. for a year and um, and was that in person or like this was like an online thing? It was in or? person. Okay. Yeah. They yeah, would that's just huge. Come, they'd come to our studio for four hours on Monday nights. Huh. And um, and I learned a lot of just like how young people uh, learn the best. Um, because we started that going. I guess you know. I guess we'll start with which I mean I was researching. I don't know anything. I wasn't trained in in any way. Oh, that's interesting. On any level. Um, you didn't and di- do and didn't, uh, worship c- courses or I don't know so Bible nothing, things. Nothing. No. So when what I about music musically, like were you trained growing nothing, up in nothing, professional? Or no training. For classical music or something. Nothing. Okay. And so when I when I when I sang <coughs> into a microphone in front of six thousand people when I was twenty one, it's the first time I sang into a microphone. I didn't know there was there was such a thing as. Christian education or um, so I, I grew up in a on, on the west coast from very uh, interesting parents you know huh. but like uh, and so I, I didn't um, a lot of it was I lived like in the mountains like we we're a little house on the prairie kind of 
you know, we were just like growing things and killing stuff in order so we could like eat. It was awesome. <laughs> um, like John Wayne was my dad. I mean, we went like we went mining for gold for family vacations so that we would find gold. Like not really. Like not. Like not just for like this not was... the adventure. Like wow. to actually find you know find it was it was hilarious and awesome and um and. The Lord ended up saving my parents and wow. um, my family, my brother. Um, but needless to say, I had zero grid for anything, um, and so I'm just, I'm just going, man. I guess I'll just open this book. And what's your name? Your name's Shane too. So I guess. Shane and Shane will just open the book hmm. and sing. And so our, you know, kind of the first record Shane and I did together was called Psalms. Because <laughs> we just like, we didn't That's know. That's all we, we knew. We no other grid for it. We just like, I think they used to sing the Psalms. Didn't they, didn't they used to sing the Psalms? It's not a bad place. I mean. No, it's I not. I mean, it's not a bad place to, to spend. No. I mean, in some, of course, in some church traditions that's all that they still sing it's fantastic yeah <laughs> and we that's place. that's what we still do huh because uh, the lord in in only the ways that he could tricked us into singing his word and and we just got to feel the impact in our own life so then you're so then your development or training of others is like giving what you didn't get in some ways kind of yeah so what i would do sorry i got way off track there. no it's good uh, it's good I, I remember the first semester, it was like, okay, here's the four parts of a song. You have, you know, rhythm, melody, whatever, you know, harmony. And uh, which I, I wouldn't have been able to even tell you that had I not just like Googled it or something, <laughs> you know. You're, and so, you're just one step ahead. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. And, uh, and so then it's like, man, quickly I'm learning that, man, the best way that these students, and they were unbelievable mm. by the end of the year. Um, the best way that they're going to, they learn is just to actually write songs. And so I would write a song. I committed to them. So like every week I'm going to write a song and I'm, I'm going to share it out of the scriptures. And so here's, here's where we're at. You know, so I'd read a section of scripture and sometimes it would be a little hinge scripture or whatever. And then here's my best attempt to just write through that. And it's, it's not like I'm writing scripture word for word, but here's my best attempt, attempt to respond to or to dive into that uh, that scripture, and then they would that would be their assignment the next week. And so yeah, every wow. every class time, we would share, kind of share and critique songs for the first hour and a half, huh. um, and then I would, you know, kind of like open the word for a half hour, and then I would sing from the word, and then we had um, eventually. So every every second semester, we would be producing sort of the best song from each student from the first semester. So each okay. each student would get like a, just kind of a look into like, what it, what would it look like to actually produce something? And so yeah. we'd take like, and we would just be sort of like a three hour demo kind of a thing. Um, and so that was like really, really cool. And, and, and I feel like God started to even kind of birth some new passions about just pouring into, um, not just the next generation, just pouring into people. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so we we then started after that all finished. We started an online resource called the Worship Initiative, where we do um, it's, we don't we don't focus on songwriting yet, even though that is definitely a huge part of what we want to do. Um, but right now, it's just like anything worship leading, and so we just have like um, a team of folks about eight full-time people back home in our kind of studio world facility that just crank out content. And um, so we have just hundreds of songs and thousands of videos, you know, teaching you through like, so we'll, we'll take a song, um, say like the goodness of God is a song yeah. that, you know, I, I've heard in, at this conference that somebody saying that so we'll take the goodness of God and we'll wrap that song in a world of resources. And so we'll have instrument videos. So like, here's a, here's a close up lesson of like how I played through the song 
And as as a coach, so every every musician who played on our record will like walk through every part they played and tone they got and all the things you know. And then it has like the whole chart land, and then it has devotional like a, a devotional that we've written around it, and then scriptures that we've um, kind of saw around it. And you can sort by all those things wow, too. Okay. You know. Um, and then we just have a lot of different like sections of the site where we do like craft training and heart training, right? Um, and uh, where we walk through, you know, all the ins and outs of what we do and they do, and and help resource them when they get bottlenecked and they're like, man, I don't know what to do, you know, in these spots. So yeah. And so with all of this, um, how how do you describe what worship is? Um, to your students, you know, what, because of course we always say worship is more than music, yeah. but we always talk about it as like the worship songs or the worship pastor or the worship segment of the service yeah. as a, and we do separate it out. So I think our words matter. Like we're, we're saying worship is everything, but totally but we describe it. So how, how do you talk about that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, to so at our church, it? we, um, we took the whole worship center language out. And so, uh, in fact, I've always wanted to put it like as we put it, keep it there, but just flip it. So like you put it on the, put it on the way out instead of on the way in. Um, I like that. Yeah. Uh, the last thing we, 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 you'll hear after, you know, if, if in, in our, our church is unique in that most of the things that go on on a weekly basis aren't the, the Sunday service. And, and most of the way that people come in isn't through, hey, this big service on the weekend. It's it's all through community side door kind of ways, right. which is super refreshing. And um, the last thing you'll hear at every service will be have a great week of worship. Huh. And so I think oh, it's just it's very intentional. I think it's just like you know slowly changing that. I, I agree with you. It's like I used to think. Um, when I became a Christian, that places like rooms where the lights were down and there was subwoofers and a smoke machine and all of that was where literally the presence of God was located because of the language. Um, And I think that's still a huge problem today. Yeah, um, it's. Da- I think it's dangerous. Super dangerous. Yeah. So and and a, a lot of these like little worship, <coughs> uh, little biblical coffee cup snippets that we hear, where two or more are gathered, or you know, get this this dude's gonna lead you, usher you into God's presence. Well, so uh, that was very formative on how I saw God. So what that meant for me as just an early believer was, so that has to mean where two or less are gathered, huh. he, something different, something is different, like he's not there because you're saying where two or more are gathered, there he is in their midst. And so I just uh, just did the math. I'm just like I just a mathematical person. Yeah, maybe. if I'm alone, can and I not? Then, I can't worship. What do I do? And then like these people are ushering me into God's presence. Well, then if that, if that is w- where it is and where it happens, and I definitely had all the feels and all the things and all the all, you know, then man, back in my cul-de-sac, that's the last place where I thought his like the real, the very presence of God, you know was located. And I, I couldn't, I couldn't have been more wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as God has just graciously, you know, led me through, uh, his scriptures and, and, um, walked with people. And, and so like, I totally agree of like, man, semantics do matter. And so now I'm like trying to, in my own writing going, how do I take care of this word called God's presence Yeah, that has been placed in real human frames um, that are walking around the earth. And uh, according to the New Testament, look at you, you got all your coffee. Yeah, this is me. I'm just showing I got a, I have so many hauls because I have a terrible cough and sore throat today. So this this is an an aside, but every time I cough, I'm like, there's only so many of these you can eat in a day. Yes. (laughs) Anyways, sorry. (laughs) You're good. (laughs) You're good. But yeah, I just, I think it's, um, 
it's super interesting now to go, how do I, how do I write a song, you know, that would say, I love your presence, but not make somebody think that that presence is found in a room. Mm. Um, and so now I'm going, you have changed the atmosphere, but you've changed it here in my chest, you know, and not necessarily, I mean, when a lot of us gather together, like, yes, I mean, what, I was at a need to breathe concert and they're playing some song about a love song about man that it was just whoa it's just like man this the whole thing blew up and it was like talk about atmosphere changing yeah okay. you know and so that's easy i mean we can do that all day long but when uh the, the best way i see the, the scriptures talk about what happens in rooms when we get together is colossians three sixteen. it says let the word of christ dwell richly in you as you teach and admonish one another mm. in all wisdom through singing, mm. through singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Um, so how do you admonish with a song? Have you ever, have you ever written an admonishment? Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh I get, really? Oh. Well, I get admonished all the time. And it, 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 oh, it, I see. It's it more looks, the, the truth is admonishing you. Yeah, it looks oh, more like, Shane, how dare you think that your sin is bigger than the blood of Jesus? Hmm. Wow. Um, and that line is is tucked in all kinds of worship songs. Yes, and that's the admonishment. It's like when I'm hearing that, and I and I'm I'm going, I don't believe that he's forgiven me of that. I hear someone say, "You, you need to you need to you need to recognize and believe that he went through great great deal of agony." so that you would know that he's mm-hmm. covered your sin and um, and he knows you through and through. And so, yeah, I think, I think teaching and admonishing when we get together happen if we just stay true to sing mm-hmm. things that are good and right and true. And yeah. You know, and I think in every few years, there's sort of, if we think about it, I think there's themes to the types of songs that people write or the types of songs that are popular in Christian culture. Um, you know, like I think of a few years ago, there were a lot of songs about bravery, yeah. uh, just as an example. Um, and the songs about, I mean, there's some themes that never go away. Totally. You know, but there's, but I'm, I'm curious, I, I think of a time maybe 15, 20 years ago where there were a lot of songs that I would call like sending songs, you know, these go out into the world kind yep. of songs. And um, as as you're building sets and, you know, you're looking for different songs to do different things in, mm-hmm. in the experience that you're creating, what are the songs you wish right now we had more to sing about? Or do you feel like if, if you're, if people who are listening, who, who are listening are songwriters, you know, yep. what kind of songs... Do you think we need more of right now? Well, I, I know this from experience, actually, uh, is we need the song you just said, the 20 years ago song, we don't have many of those now of like, let's go, you <laughs> yeah. know? Okay. Uh, and our pastor's constantly asking for that song. Huh. The um, go song. The, let's just, what can the we have? Or, yeah, yeah, it's just like, let's just be the church. Like pep rally song. Okay. Of like this is this is who we are and this is what we're going. We are committing to one another. We're walking out these doors and we're going for it. We're not this room is a pastors conference where we get together and we remind each other of them, some things and we lift up this God who is the center of it all and we walk out and we charge into our cul-de-sacs and our schools and we do it. So I do know that like speaking well, one who has a website with hundreds of songs because we, we, we do other people's songs and our songs and all that. Um, we need, there's a huge gap there that, uh, that we're looking for. I'm sure there's more gaps that I'm not thinking of, but it's sure. just funny that you said that um, because I, I feel like we do need some more of those. Yeah, these sending songs. Yeah. Well, I remember a distinct moment. I remember a distinct moment in my life in the early 2000s where there was some sort of ascending song and it was about going to the ends of the earth. I'm, as I said, I'm not going to sing it for you, but uh, <laughs> no, not shouldn't be shouldn't was sing it, it uh, on a mic. Shout to the north and the south. 
No, but that's Sing. another one like that from yeah. that era, isn't it? Yeah, it was totally right around then. And but that- it was this commissioning, and I remember, yes, yeah, sitting in an, in a worship time, crying because I felt the Lord was asking this of my life, yeah. and I was wrestling with it. Yeah, and it was a distinct moment of me wrestling and coming to say, yes, I will go where you want me to go. Yeah, and I didn't want to go, <laughs> and yeah. it was all to say that those those meant something to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as uh, and you're right, we don't maybe sing enough of those right now. That's hmm. good. Let's do it. Well, let's write. Let's write let's those write songs, some. everybody. Let's Shane write said some. so. <laughs> 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 okay, as just as a as a closing question, uh, I'd love uh, uh, if you know there's people listening who are worshipers, worship leaders, I should say, whatever you would call it, music leaders, and um, uh, people who write songs. Um, what would you say to that group of people if you could encourage them today? What What would you say to them? Uh, well, I would say, um, I would say if I'm talking to you as a brother or sister in Christ, uh, that his ways, God's ways are about as high as the heavens are above the earth from our ways mm. and his thoughts, however high that is, his thoughts are, his thoughts are about that high above our thoughts. And so I would just say, cling to that, cling to him and his word and trust that that is, um, sharper than any two edged sword, never going to return void. Um, you know, mm. it's just, uh, it is, what we stand on. So like the sturdy ground and the sturdy lyric. Mm. Um, so that would be the first thing I would say uh, is like, I, I feel like we, even like it, it, admonishing myself right now of like, we need to open the pages of this book and ask the Holy Spirit to, um, you know, free up our lips and our melodies as we read through this book, yeah, um, that we would be more of, uh, you know, the songwriter. In, in all the letters in the New Testament to the churches, there's no songwriter, there's no worship leader language. And so I'd say just identify yourself accurately. Mm. So your passion shouldn't be songwriting. Your passion shouldn't be singing. It's just not in there. And so it's okay to say, I really love this, and I would really love to do this for a living. You know, it's okay to say that. That's just true. But your passion is Jesus. That's your, that's your passion. And your calling starts probably 50,000-foot view of going into all the nations and making disciples. And then we can move down to 30,000, 20,000, and we could say, we can hone it in. Mm. I mean, the language is there as far as like your calling. And so I would just define it by the scriptures and not by our culture or not by anything else, not by any kind of social media when you look at it and you're like, oh, I wish I could know if I could only. It's like, man, if you can believe that you, if you could believe Psalm 23.1, you know, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I struggled with that for, for so long as I sang through. We have a melody through that song. And because I would sing it and I'd be like, what do I do with the thought that, or the reality that I'm a professional wanter? Mm. How do I say the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not wanteth? You know, how do I say that even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no if, you know, how do I say <laughs> these things? And I mean, and, 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 and with, with integrity, it's like, all I do is want, right? I walk out on stage and I want people to like me and, and lift their voice and buy my stuff and like my social medias and go to my iTunes and see the things and. And why? Because I want, it makes me happy. Yeah. I'm convinced that makes me happy. It, it doesn't. Yeah. Wow. It makes me want a bigger stage. It does something. It produces something. It makes me want more, more likes. Makes or you want more More wants. positioning. It makes me want more of what I already have. Yeah. It's the, the, the nature of being a human. And so the answer, I don't think, is to not want because I am, that's who I am and that's who you are. 
the answer is to find my wanting in him. Mm. And so if I can say, that's what I can say with integrity. I, I'm not playing a game. I, I, I have thrown my life on the finished work of Christ. And I know God. And so if he is my shepherd, I don't have to want anymore because all of my wanting truly is found in him. And that changes my marriage. It changes my songwriting. It changes my, the way that I relate to everybody because it makes me free. Yeah. And so if I'm free to love and serve and lay down my life with no expectation of return, that's a crazy, that is a peculiar life. And it's that life because I have my return. And if I can believe this is the gospel, it's like, man, if I believe that I have found something that happens to be the best thing, the treasure of the universe, and that because I have him and I know him, then come what may, even in the valley of the shadow of death, I won't fear no evil because he's with me. Mm. And there is no, there is no number one, there is no next level for me. Right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a child of God, a co-heir with Christ. I mean, I'm a bajillionaire. And it doesn't even matter because who do I have in heaven but you? Mm. And what does the earth have? What is the earth? I don't desire anything the earth has but you. This is Psalm 73. My heart may fail, my flesh may fail, but you're the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And, and we could talk about like writing techniques. Maybe that's another podcast because um, I think I have to go. Uh, and what I do and how I love to sneak into our stairwell or men's bathroom. That's where I write everything. Hmm. And, um, but man, at the end of the day, if you can enjoy Jesus, right. and if you believe that you are his and his kid, and that, and that God didn't spare his own son, but freely with him gave you all things, then you're going to be okay and you can enjoy it now so that you can so there's a heavy way to move through life as a creative and there's a light way mm. and the light way would be man it and this I'm not talking about like be lazy or work hard I'm, it has nothing to do with that it's it's going the light way of going i have everything i i need so i'm not looking for something to make me feel better about myself right I, I, I have Jesus Christ crucified for my sin, fellowship with God, eternal life in heaven. I mean, there is, I could just, we just go through the list and just plaster it on your wall. I actually wear a t-shirt most of every day that says, I shall not want. And I do it for that reason, to just put it on and remind me like, okay, I can move through today. I'm free. I'm a free man today. Yeah. And I'm free not to not to spend it on myself, but to, but to lay it down for the sake of mm. others and that they would know him. And so that, that affects my, how much does that affect my writing? So I'm not going, okay, what's the best thing I can do so that what's working today? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's bad to say, okay, here's the things that are working, you know, this chord progression to this tempo you know, around this topic. That's not necessarily bad, but it, I'm free to go. I'm not. I'm not ruled by that. I can just. I can say, God, what do you want me to write, that would bless your body, or that would introduce your son to somebody, and and there's freedom in that because if nobody, if everybody, somebody hears it and goes, eh, it's like, man, I'm good, and I can move on to the next song, and it's great. I have so many songs like that that are stuck in my voice memo, you know, <laughs> so inbox. And so, so I know we need to wrap up, but people want to find you, find this, this stuff that you, you know, this online network that you have, yep. where, how can we, what's the best place for people to find you? So, uh, Shane and Shane.com is our website. And then, um, anywhere you can find music. If you just remember Shane and Shane, you can find it. And then the worship initiative.com, okay, which is the also, uh, the worship initiative.com is the um, worship resource we have that's all, also on our Shane and Shane website. So uh, yeah, it's kind of like all connected. Awesome. So it's pretty easy. Th- Shane, thanks so much for your time and you're getting welcome. into your head. And I can see you're a lover of, uh, you are a worshiper, but you're a lover of the scriptures too. Mm. Like I just, I appreciate how, how much in this conversation you're mm. 
quoting scripture. And I think that's a lesson mm. in and of itself for people listening. So. Well, and I think your podcast is so needed and the word made digital, right? Is that yeah. What? Oh my gosh. That's so cool. That name is so cool. Um, that's where I get most of the word uh, is digitally. Um, and there's something that kind of sad about that, but that's just real. Yeah. And it's no, it's not watered down because of that. Yeah. You know, and it's just so grateful that you're um, facilitating conversations around that. It's awesome. Thanks so much. Look yeah. forward to tonight. Thanks. Uh, and joining you as we sing together. Oh, it's going to be great. Thanks. Thanks so much, Shane. I loved getting to know him, sitting down with him, and really just hearing their heart for the church. Uh, that's what this podcast is all about, creatives and communicators who love the church. Speaking of, next up, Pastor Kevin Makins. He's going to be one of our final interviews of the season. He's making a round two on the podcast, one of the few who's come back for a second interview, because we're going to be talking about YouTube vlogging that he's been doing, but especially his latest book, which is called Why Would Anyone Go to Church? So want you to come back next week for that conversation with Kevin Makins. Thanks, of course, to Compassion and to Wycliffe College who are making this season of the podcast possible. I would really encourage you to go check out compassion.ca slash COVID. Like go right now, before you stop thinking about it, go put it in, uh, plug it into your phone and see what's going on. See how you could get involved in a timely donation being part of delivering really needed supplies and medical care to people during the pandemic. WycliffeCollege.ca slash made digital. You can find out about my own story of why I chose Wycliffe College, but you can also see all kinds of things about the courses and content they have to offer to you. Conferences and training and seminars and all kinds of things for you to grow as a disciple, as a pastor, as a leader, as a follower of Jesus. And finally, hey, hope to see you on that Digital Church Facebook group, and we'll see you back here next week with Kevin Makins. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Word Made Digital podcast with Joanna LaFleur. If you like this content, hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode, rate it, and share this episode with your friends. Head over to wordmadedigital.com for more free tools and helpful content for creatives and communicators. We love helping you communicate the best news in the world.